The Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams is presented by Total Beverage. Find them online at TotalBev.com. For you, Mr. Unlimited. It's a beatdown by the Bills. Usman, more like Outman, and Brady to the Raiders. All on a fantasy football talking, home plate blocking, aftermath Monday edition of the program danny bailey let's go oh my goodness gracious who do you think you are i am that's right what a do baby are you kidding me no i'm not wow coffee tastes good just like that win thunder baseball had we're down seven to one in the last inning this kid against a team that we used to beat up on, reconformulated, found this kid. He pitched four innings. Poor damn kid. They wanted to beat us so bad. We're doing this. You know, my coach is like, well, yeah, let's use fall baseball to develop some of our guys. And I'm like, oh, okay. I'm the coach of the team, but we do this collectively. and that's. But we have about four or five, like three or four games where it's going to be like, we're pitching our best guys. We're going to do our best stuff. So we, we played that game. We tried to script a win yesterday, and we actually did it. We came back and walked off, um, and that's it, man. It's we're, unbelievable. Yeah, I know. We're playing 10-year-olds. There's some big boys. We're nine-year-olds. It's unbelievable what they did. JJ stole, stole bases. He hit homers. Hey, guess what? Cy Young winner. Hey, not on our team. Liam beat him. Rookie of the year. Oh, no. Yep, Chase. Chase beat that guy, too. MVP of the whole league. Nope. Sorry, Sorry, guys. guys. Not on our team. (laughs) But we beat that guy, too. That's pretty funny. That's funny. Do you know why we beat him? Because. All right, enough about us. Enough about us. Uh, Dayton Moore put this team together. And yo delivered it by. The captain of the ship. Yep. I love that. That is so good. It's like one of the greatest. So, yeah, that's it. We're different now. We're a different team. You know, we're kind of differently formulated and constructed. But we were trying new things yesterday, and it almost cost us, and I almost had a melt. I I didn't melt down. I kept it cool. I believed in the – I believed in the process, and I knew right when they took that kid out of the game – that this thing was over. over. We're still in bases now. Like we said, we're still in bases. We're hitting homers. We're like, so if you get on first, it's, I mean, right, you're just stealing. You're going to second, boom, and you're going to third. If you get on first, that's just like what this age is as we're trying to, um, you know, uh, any kind of wild pitch is, it's, it's, it's a new learning process. It's different. It's new. So uh, we found a way to win again. We're 2-0. Two comeback wins. Walk off. We were not there for the first weekend. We never missed. 
and this one here, and we thought we were, you know, we were hot poop. We went in there, tried to, you know, and we had to come back, and you know, JJ does his thing. Um. Anyways, now that's we're tuning. We. I don't want to. Hey, knock on wood here. Okay, but we went undefeated last season. It's been quite a while that old Coach Danny here lost a game. Well, and the kids, I guess. But uh, no, I'm just joking. We got a good thing. We we know what it. We just expect it now. It's like we always find a way. We just always always crying, you know, this and that. A couple guys. How do you, you know? We're piling this and that. New guy got a the new guy. He wants to. He's a hot shot. If he thinks he he can pitch all this and that, I'm like, bro. Take a look into JJ's eyes and tell me you really believe that. Come in and tell Chase and Liam that to their faces that you think you should be pitching all over these guys. Sorry, player. We'll get there. We'll get there, new guys. Anyways, where were we? Um, yeah, the Broncos. Dang. What happened there? It's like you're not doing yourself any favors. When it's like, yeah, man, the Broncos haven't given up 44 points in the preseason game back since 1977. I think that's what it was. Something crazy like that. Is that true? I don't know. Well, that's like before, That's before I was alive. I guess we'll never. They send a press release. I got to just read it here. Let me see. But it's like uh, you're not doing yourself any favors with uh, we're doing flag football during our practices and camps while the other team is playing their starters and their stars in the preseason games. This is either going to, I don't, I'm not going down that road. All right, fan. Don't suck me in. All right. Zach by and Stokely and Arif and Schleren Slevins. Chad Brown and whatever athlete that used to play for the Broncos for 10 minutes, you know, whatever. I'm not gonna get. I'm not gonna go down that negative because I'm um, cause I'm the king of wishful thinking. I believe later in the season when this team's gearing up for a playoff run, when all these other players who are a little bit more battered and bruised up, wore down, not a lot of tread left on those tires. Maybe this master plan of Nathaniel Hackett's will prove itself to be the right the right play. I don't know. I don't think I really don't believe you need to wear guys down in order to <laughs> what did uh, uh Fangio said, "Yeah, we're going we're going to be we're we're going to work hard. We're going to we're going to be calloused." Okay, old man. Hey, go back to bed, old man. Okay, you got that long day of drinking and beating. The, it's from an old talking goat thing with Adam Sandler. But I just think you have to trust the process. You got to trust the organization. Remember that one? Oh, who was that? What GM was that? O'Dowd? Who was that? Who was the one after O'Dowd who just got fired? He was... Uh, you got to trust the organization. Oh, man. I, it was never something we used. But uh, it was something that was out there. Um, but trust the process is the, 
the Philly. They they stopped trusting the process, though. The 76ers stopped trusting the process, and then they blew it up. Trusting the process was laying the groundwork down, adding Jimmy Butler, and then going and winning a championship, which they would have done. Instead, like Jimmy Butler said, Tobias Harris over me? Tobias Harris over me. That's awesome. So, yeah, you, you know, the Nuggets are in the middle of the trust the process. But what the Broncos are doing here, again, uh, Josh Allen's 25. How old is Mahomes? 26, 27? Whatever. Um, Russell's 33. So maybe we go kind of at the pace and at the speed of our 33-year-old quarterback who we're trying to, you know, mad, pretend as though he's a 29, 30-year-old quarterback. Maybe we all want to kind of act and think that. Oh, his regimen, man. Like 20s, like in his 20s. But uh, that's all, you know, if you're going to turn now, if you're going to turn on Coach Hackett now, we'll get out of here. You're off. Get out of the bandwagon here. Get out of this LR2 that I'm driving from the sharpest rides. Man, all the bells and whistles on this bad boy. Woo! <laughs> wow. The LR2 is just right for my, you know, it's... Jay's got, you know, cleats in the back. The whole thing, it's just it's like anything nicer. I'd want to be like an Italian family back in the day when you go to their house and all the furniture's covered in like a plastic coating. I never quite understood that. I can't, you know, you can't have a, for definitely not a brand new car with kids. Because the first time you rip uh, some of the carpet up when you're pulling a sucker that's stuck on the carpet up right off of the carpet. There's no feeling of rage like that where it's like, I don't know. I always say it's like Homer choking Bart. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's probably why some people are no food in the car. People. Dang. You, al- you can't do that with kids. I always threaten. So we could check this out. We we're driving that LR2 off the lot. It's like the first day we have it. Right. JJ has a blue slushy in the back. Dad, I spilled some of the blue slushy in the back. The first night. The first night, guys. <laughs> if that's like a new F-150 off the lot or something like that, I would have left JJ on the side of the road. Like, I would have called my wife and been like, "He's that's where he is, but I'm not getting him. Yeah, right. Okay, whatever. Uh, yeah, it's child services. So he's lucky he made that play at home. So when you make a wild pitch, so all the things we're working on, Danny Bailey, it's like, okay, uh, runner at third. Let's try to hold him, okay? Once we know we're not going to try to pick him up, our third baseman's got to step back off about four or five steps and play third base, right? But if that ball goes by our catcher, Kane or whoever's catching for us, nice little catcher, then that guy's going straight home, but he's got a longer distance than pitcher to, to, to home play. So our guys who can, again, it's the mental capacity of throwing the pitch and getting through the catcher, your first instinct coming home. We threw a guy out. JJ was on the mound, got a guy out. was pitching like crap. We did this 4-1 inning, 1-inning, 1-inning stuff that our coaches are wanting to do. Okay. 
I'm down for that, but once we start losing games doing this stuff, turn it up a jam. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, yeah. I am. That's how Russell Wilson got here. This kind of attitude that I have. I'm a dreamer. You know? With hair like Danny Bailey that he has, get on the microphone, tell people, what did you do to that hair today? Tell me you just didn't wake up and come in like I that. Just, I just took a shower and dried off. Damn. I didn't... Uh, you hear that, ladies? I didn't even have to put anything in it today. I didn't wash it. I washed it at the end of last week. Probably wow, washed it tomorrow. Down, That's something right there. Huh. All right. You want to see it for yourself? Tune in. MyLineSports.com. And... Oh, sorry. Uh, we got so much stuff to talk about. I don't know where we start... I got to come back with this Dana White almost had Brady traded to the Raiders stuff. It's wild. Danny Williams, Danny Bailey, 98.1 FM, 107.5 HD3. It's My Life Sports. The Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams is presented by Total Beverage. Find them online at TotalBev.com. Back in Monday edition of the program, 303-831-1340. It's the hotline and it's the text line. It's both. So hit us up on either one of those. We'll catch up with your text here in a little bit. We got the best texters in the game, quite frankly. Nobody does it better. It's no slogans. Just great text, like I just said. Um, Yeah, you know, get in. Caller guys, I like, you know, who... The caller guys are caller guys, and the texture guys are texture guys. Uh, what are you doing Thursday night? Could you, Danny Bailey, do a draft? Will you be at home, like, in the evening, so you could do some kind of draft on your phone along with us? You're going to be here at work to do... What's uh, your- I'll be here until probably 8. Yeah. What are you doing from like six to eight? Well, I have a show six to seven, and then. Is but, it one you know, of those shows where you got to like talk for them and do no, all the work for them, or no? Is it like I you shouldn't could do have a to draft? talk much. I could, I could probably get in on a draft on my phone. Yeah. Are you you got a league with the with the listeners? We're trying to put it together. Let's again. do it. Yeah, I'm I'm super down. Okay. Love to have you in that league. Um. Okay. So where were we here? The Dana White, for one, you know, we'll start with the Usman knockout. It's the last round of the fight. If you hear Joe Rogan and Daniel Cormier, who we've had on the show, hey, friend of the show, Daniel Cormier, former champ, Hall of Famer, one of the greats. Um, They're talking during that fight as though it's like a moral victory for Edwards. I think they might even kind of used said it, might have said it. And the fight looked like uh, it was about a wrap as Usman was just trying to make his way through the till the end of that fight, which Edward, you know, you survive in the ring with that guy, Usman. It's, I guess, you know, you considered a win. He drops this left-handed kick that Usman was almost kind of leaning into, maybe expecting a punch. I'm not sure. You have to, I, I was watching it in slow motion. It was back and to the left. Back 
and to the that's from the Kennedy movie. Uh, but yeah, so like I, I he just ran right into a foot that you know I imagine's like being hit with a ton of bricks, and the dude just dropped cold on the mat, couldn't move. Counted him out. He just knew that this thing was over. And do you know what? He would just was promoting and filming Black Panther, the new Black Panther movie that he's in. He's trying to create a life like, uh, you know, like Conor McGregor's after. But the problem is he's got no personality. Zero personality at all. This Usman. I mean, it's just like nothing about him is likable. Uh, you know, it's like he's he just had an incredible reign and he's probably it's always about like right now, the current guy, but will probably go down or at least right now as one of the greats. I mean, like he was the pound for pound. This guy was the pound for pound and he just got beat. So I imagine they'll have a third fight, right? Yeah, the, you kind of have to. No. Yeah, I guess so. But if I'm Edwards, I'd make this guy wait unless it's in his contract. You know what I mean? It's monsters in contract. They got to run that thing back right away. I'd make him wait. And um, yeah, that's it. So also during this UFC weekend, Dana White, who is man, you got to again. He's like the the Roger Goodell of of the UFC, but also he's the guy putting all the fights together. So he's like the Roger Goodell and the Vince McMahon, if that makes sense, kind of mushed together. This guy is creating. The storylines, he's creating the history of of that sport. Dana White's the greatest figure in that sport's history, okay? Because every guy ends up a loser in the end. You know, no one goes out on top in that sport. Everyone goes out on the mat, bloodied and beaten. Father to a murdered son and husband to a murdered wife. And I will have my vengeance in this lifetime or the next. Highness. But yeah, so Dana White drops a little story here. We'll play the we'll play the audio, and then if what's like you don't kind of get, or maybe you don't understand, we'll fill in the blanks. Tell me when you're ready. You ready? Let's do it. I'm the one. I I, I worked to put that deal together for Brady and Gronk to come to the Raiders, and it was almost a done deal. And at the last minute. Gruden blew the deal up and said that he didn't want him. And Whoa. all Whoa. hell broke loose, man. It was crazy. And, and, and Brady was already looking at houses, and it wasn't being said yet that Gronk was coming. I'm the one. No. <laughs> Woo. Damn. That's the, the behind-the-scenes stuff. That I only dream about knowing about Danny Bailey. You know what I mean? The couldas and wouldas and shouldas. And, you know, Dan Reeves trying to orchestrate a trade for John Elway to the Redskins. You know what I mean? Imagine that. It's like, wow. Okay. So there's like a lot of things involved there. Well, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, remember... Like a little while after it happened, I don't remember when exactly Brady said something about it, but he said one of the teams that was interested when they were no longer interested, he was looking at the roster and he's like, they're keeping that MF over me. Mm. And so if you put one plus one together, it equals Tom Brady, not maybe not very fond of uh, Derek Carr. 
and just knows that he's better right now than Derek Carr is or ever will be. I just think that that's the coolest story that I've heard in a long time. For one, it's Dana White, who is like, like again, one of the greatest in the history of sports at making things happen, putting yeah. deals together, including selling the UFC, which he, you know, helped create for billions of dollars and now still, you know, working for them, making billions of dollars. The guy's pretty wicked smart. And um, I think that's wild. Imagine Tom Brady, a Raider, Stillman Grumman. I just, and Gronk, I just, again, anywhere, anywhere that Brady would have went that next year, I'm not saying would have won a Super Bowl, okay? But they would have made an incredible run to a Super Bowl. Tampa Bay guys, Again, they, there was some offensive talent there, but they brought in Leonard Fournette like midstream. And he ended up kind of being a hero for them, along with the old man, Tom Brady, who was 43 year old, years old at the time. I know that a bunch of, you know, weapons at receiver. But man, what kind of Gronk brought for them, what Tom Brady was, and then Leonard Fournette, their defense was OK, I guess. I mean, it's like, go back and look at that team. That ain't an all-time kind of team. I think Bruce Arians was a masterful. I do think that that was, that, you know, he, he was the right guy for the right job at the right time. His, you know, his own, he needed it for his own kind of history and his own legacy. Um, but anywhere that Tom, if Tom Brady would have went to the Raiders, they would have made a run. They would have went to the AFC Championship game or something. I just believe that because that's who this guy is. That's who Tom Brady is. If you think otherwise, you're crazy. Okay, if you think it's like an accident, like that he just won all these Super Bowls, or you're gonna give Belichick all the credit, he t- just won a freaking Super Bowl in Tampa Bay, where I mean they're like per- I know they when they won it with Dilfer uh, was it Brad Johnson wait yeah uh, wait it was sure Dilfer right it was Brad Johnson wait what am I what am I trying to do here. It was Trent Dilfer who won the Super Bowl with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And what did Brad Johnson do, though? He won with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Who? Brad, Brad Johnson? Johnson? That's what I said. <laughs> what did Trent Dilfer do? Who did he win it with? Did he? Right? Let me take a peek here. What's going on here? Just real life. He won a Super Bowl. Champion with the Tempe Ravens. Ravens. Wait, oh. wait, 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 wait. Yeah, no, you're right. Ravens, because it was with that great okay, defense. Okay, yeah. I got myself a little mixed up there. But that team that won that, I think it was 2001, those, that Ray, uh, that uh, Tampa Bay team, I mean, that had an all-time defense that was really just really super special. Bunch of Hall of Famers. Uh, Warren Sapp, Simeon Rice. Uh, Rondé, uh, John Lynch, uh, who Dexter Jackson was a su- the hero of that Super Bowl. I'm leaving like a couple guys off. Um, damn, who else? Uh, but that Tampa Bay team of a couple years ago, and now Mike Evans is a great receiver, really, really good receiver. Okay, right? You with me? And then, I mean, Leonard Fournette's just a guy. He's just a big, the right guy at the right time. 
who was you know a chip on his shoulder maybe and finally was able to realize the talent he had because he was playing against or around some other talented guys playing with Tom Brady. But there's no Hall of Famers on that Tampa Bay defense from a couple of years ago. That's all Tom Brady. That is all Tom Brady. And then last year, Tom Brady leads the NFL in passing yards. That doesn't happen on accident. You know what I mean? It's just, that's it. So, wow, Gruden. No one ever called Gruden smart, a smart guy. You know? He was once looked at as the young coach, you know, innovative, different. Maybe, you know, the first of his kind of kind um, as the NFL transitioned into like a new era of kind of football. You know, out of like the 80s and the 90s and into it's the 80s, the 90s, and hits from today. So like, you know, right? Are you with me? Anybody with me out there? So what a horrible, huge mistake by John Gruden. Hmm. I have to see the timeline of the stuff that the Gruden stuff was leaked out. Was it after the Buccaneers win a Super Bowl with Tom Brady? After John Gruden passes on him that the Raiders leaked this own stuff out there on their own guy to get him out of here after the heinous decision that he made? I guess we'll... Well, no, it well, was, wasn't it? Because uh, Basaccia took over during the season. That's right. And that was during the 2021 season last year. Yes. So... It would have been wow. after, yeah, after Do you Brady think and that's Gronk something won. to that? I think maybe you got your tinfoil hat on a little bit, but the NFL is kind of like that right now. The future. Fire photons. Foo. Foo, 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 foo. All right, let's go to break. 303-831-1340, the hotlines, as well as the text line. Uh, your photon needs new batteries. I'll tell you that. Um, let's... Go to break, come back, talk about a little bit of what happened inside of that preseason game with the Broncos. Yeah, you know, we'll talk about it. Got some thoughts on it. I'm not, I'm not worried. I'm not concerned. I think it was embarrassing, but also I think that was a, a reality check. It was an absolute straight up reality check of what it takes at every level, at every single level from the first guy on the roster to the 53rd guy. As a, a great coach once once uh, told me, you're only as good as your worst player. That great coach was the idiot Jeff Gersh, who can't coach him. It's a bit of a... What is he a bit of, Danny Bailey? He's a bit of a magoo. <laughs> Especially when he wears giant thick glasses. I'm like, whoa. Holy cow. All right, let's go to break. Danny Williams, Danny Bailey, and you guys will do some text. Hit us up. Smiley Sports. Take this one, okay? New kids on the block got a bunch of hits. Chinese food makes me sick. I think it's fly when girls stop by for the summer. For the summer. 
I like girls that wear Abercrombie and Fitch. I'd take you if I had one wish. Oh, what a summer it was. How'd you find this little number? You got a very sophisticated palette. <laughs> I learned this one from you. Oh, really? Oh, shucks. Oh, yeah. Did you pull any ladies with this one? Not yet, but summer's not over. <laughs> uh, it's a cruel, cruel, cruel summer. We got to drop that one on uh, our um, Try to Pull a Lady at the End of the Summer mixtape. Brought to you by Total Beverage. Um, <laughs> okay. Thanks for being with us. I am Danny Williams along with Danny Bailey. Alex is back tomorrow. Is that right? No. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. No. No. She, he wasn't ready. No. He. No. I like having you around. No. <laughs> no. She, she wasn't ready. She wasn't ready. How do we... We already proved I didn't have enough leverage to get you here uh, at the, you know, full time at this point. But I'm wondering what I have to do. Alex is like, yeah, well, it's because I can't do the afternoons. And I was like, yeah, but why? Let's solve the problem here. Let's delve a little deeper. You know, it turns out he's got responsibilities and stuff. Whatever. We, like, we just need to rip a hole in the time-space continuum so that... He's killed at some point? No, no, no. Oh. So the end of the day happens after the beginning of the day, but before the middle of the day. <laughs> yeah, I'm down for that. Do you know anybody like Dr. Strange around who could put this together for us? I don't know anybody like that. Are you but sure? like I said before, summer's not over. I could see you knowing a couple chicks who are into black magic and the dark arts, maybe a little wizardry. No? Uh, witchcraft? <laughs> I'm familiar with some uh, witches. Whoa, whoa. Um, okay. So, I gotta say this. Let's start with saying that uh, what the Bills did to the Broncos on Saturday in Buffalo, they did the same thing to the Patriots in their playoff game when they went through them and scored on six or seven possessions at a historic rate, incredible against, you know, a very proud franchise like New England, a 10 and six, uh, 10 and seven or 11 and six team that, um, that was a, 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 a uh, you know, a bona fide playoff team. They didn't sneak their way in. And in a game that really, really, really mattered against starters on starters. Okay, they did the same thing. So, you know, you expected that for one, the Broncos offense, they kind of moved the ball a couple times around there as when it was a ball game early in the first half of that game. You know, Josh Johnson, he was doing a thing, you know, he was doing a job. I was like, okay, yeah, this guy can come in for a series or two as Russell's got to go tape up or go poop or go, you know, change his cleats or whatever he's got to do. Um, but also, he can survive a game, I think. I think our two backup quarterbacks, if there's going to be two or just, I don't know. Like, you know, I, people like Brett Rippin a lot. And they think that he's going to be like the guy. And maybe he ends up. But, you know, Josh Johnson is a pro. He's a pro's pro. He's been in the league for a long time. Played in a lot of teams. Knows kind of exactly what it takes. Would not be, no moment would be too big for the guy. It's probably kind of more like Teddy Bridgewater than we even realize. And people, you know, oh, man, if Teddy could have been the backup. Yeah, well, of course. You know, 
That'd be cool. But, you know, Josh Johnson's a pretty nice little comp to that, I would say. So, yeah, man. Uh, did they get whooped? They did. But that's the truth is where the Broncos are right now. If we go starter on starter, 22 dudes versus 22 dudes, and Russell Wilson's leading our charge, I think we could compete with almost anybody other than the top two or three or four teams in the league right now. By season's in, I hope to kind of catch those teams. Um, but we can compete against anybody. It's the depth where the Broncos is the difference is the gap between the Bills and the Chiefs. And give me some other, you know, who are the elite, the Titans, uh, elite teams, uh, the Colts in, in the AFC. Um, you know, the 49ers and the, and the Green Bay Packers as well, okay? But then after that kind of, kind of group there, then it's kind of a free-for-all. The depth will come as George Payton does his best to, best to strengthen this team, find real hits in the draft. Guys who were once starters kind of moved down or part-time starters or backup guys as some other guys supplanted them or took their place or a new, a new a newly uh, um, signed addition is going to beef this. Uh, again, we, we talk about this all the time. It was the second year. And actually, it was the third year, I believe. I personally believe, I think. Um, the second year, I think, um, of the of the Peyton Manning era, where they bring in in the same free agent class, my boy Emmanuel Sanders, Demarcus Ware, uh, Akib Talib, and um, our guy T.J. Ward. Right? Yes, that's all facts. Just took me a second. And again, imagine adding four guys like that. How much better are your is your team for adding four guys like that, and then the four guys who they're kind of surplanting becomes four depth guys of incredible depth and, and, and value. So we'll get there over the next couple few years to get to that level of where your backups will help you win games and not just your stars and not just Russell Wilson, that kind of stuff, that time will come. And I think that's probably what it takes to ultimately win a championship, unless you just got a ridiculous quarterback who's playing out of his mind, which we got that now too. So, you know, if you build it, they will come. Oh, they will come, Ray. They will most definitely come. So that's it. Don't freak out. The Bills are better. Their starters are better than their backups. We saw that. And their backups are better than our backups. But they've been putting this thing together now. This is probably year five of the six, four of this five-year plan, okay, of uh, starting over. You're a poop team. You draft a quarterback very high. You hit at the highest level of luck, and he becomes a star, and you do everything to build around the guy. I think they realized, hey, well, we can't throw the ball every dang time. We got to hand the ball off. Devil, Devin Singletary, a couple other guys who are like these low to the ground little running back dudes they got. They'll utilize those guys more. And then the defense has to find a way to, which was once they're kind of bread and butter the Bills, learn to play around Josh Allen and the offense and whatever that may kind of entail. Um, you know, whether you're back on the field quick because they're just going boom, boom down the field and scoring. Or, you know, some games might be more longer kind of sustained drives. It's like the whole, it's got to all come together. The stars have to align, but the Bills have been putting this thing together for quite some time. I'm hoping 
Russell Wilson, uh, we skip a couple of steps or years of those growing pains because Russell Wilson's here and now and ready, the truth. And the defense, we think, is been here and, and, you know, ready to do great things. The offense has been holding them back, or as I've said a million times, let them, you know, held them out, hung them out to dry. So they're going to have a bunch of success this year. The ultimate success, I don't know. I don't know. George Payne's not done yet. We'll see what happens. Uh, are they in the Roquan Smith stuff? The price, you know, they're, they're they're not getting the two first round picks they're asking for. Maybe not even the first round pick they're asking for. So what about a player or two and a second round pick? Let's work this thing because we got to pay the guy to Chicago just like you don't want to do. So that's it. Let's go to break. 303-831-1340, the hotline as well as the text line. Don't freak out. Don't panic. You know, they didn't do themselves any favors when they put up that big number of uh, 44 points. Again, it's a big number, especially like usually when a team in the second half doesn't want to really risk anything. You just try to hand the ball off, hand the ball off, and hand the ball off and just try to, you know, you know, establish the run game going into the next preseason game and into the season. I mean, to go score that many points is embarrassing. It's embarrassing. Okay. But could be worse. Could be a Raiders fan. So, uh, right? Am I right? Danny Bailey? That's correct. All right, buddy. Let's go to break. Come back on the other side. We'll get If you're on hold, we will get you on the other side. We got a couple guys waiting, and we got a bunch of texts, too. It's My Life Sports. The Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams is presented by Total Beverage. Find them online at TotalBev.com. Dang, you're good today. <laughs> um, okay. Thanks for being. I swear to, like, I swear to you, this is a true story. I swear, people are like, swear to God. You gotta swear to God. But, you know, it's just like a saying kind of sometimes. I don't throw swear to gods lightly around either, though. I'll tell JJ, like, you swear to God. Like, I don't know. He could still be lying to me. But, like, I'm, like, trying to scare him with it, with God. Um, I was at Target in Anaheim. Okay? Turn up a little bit. It's part of, part of the song. It's part of the story. And it's, like, that's the Target everyone goes to if you're staying at one of the hotels for Disney and all that. So there's, like, nothing there. No milk or no, like, little things. So people just, like, will stay for a week and not everyone's, you know, ordering room service. So I had to get some milk for Gio. And I'm getting milk, and there's it was like the last milk. And it was like this came on right now at this moment, and it was just like it was just like that, right at the right moment. And I was like, this song is great. It is. It's the Wallflowers. They got they all it's like their only hit. And if you really like the Wallflowers back then, you're like, no, they got more. But the only other one they have is the next song on the album because this is number one on the on the album. So the next song is like, it's like it's a, the same black line that is drawn on you. It's a good song, but like it's not really a good song. But because if you like the Wallflowers back then, you'll stick up with Wallflowers and act like they had more than one. Anyways, good choice. We got a guy, a couple guys who've been waiting on the hotline. 
Uh, we don't want to make them wait any longer. Let's go out to the hotline. Get our guy, singer-songwriter. It's Chuck Nasty. Yeah. Hey, Chuck, you there? Yeah. Yeah. I don't have a lot of time left, so every time I get to say time, good to me. Um, hey, Daddy. Yeah. Let's go to the future. Do-do-do. 20 years oh, from now, JJ, he's the MVP of the World Series. Woo! And the MVP of the Super Bowl. Whoa! The first person since Deion Sanders to do that. Wow. Hey, man, I saw it. Sometimes I have this other countered personality. Uh-huh. Nostra dumbass. I mean, <laughs> Nostra dammit. I, I don't think that Dion was the MVP of the World Series, but he did win a World Series. Hey, let me flow, Danny. Don't right. mess my, bad, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad, my <laughs> bad. I, I don't know. You could be right. I just hope JJ does great. I'm so proud of him, and I know you are. Oh, man, I hate being that dad talking. I never thought it'd be like that. When someone else talks about their kids like that, I'm like, shut up already. I'm but when up. I do it, it's like, no, no, not you. I mean, like, when some, but like when I do it, it just, I don't know. That's, that's life, you know. I don't, it's about kids. That's something I don't know much about. So we're doing this. Oh, real like quick. I'm going to tell you one quick thing. JJ, he just pitched one inning in the second inning, and it was just because we had some people there. I wasn't even going to throw JJ. Like, the dads were like, let's start JJ. And I was like, JJ, do you want to start? And he was like, eh, bring me in later. So he was just like, his release point, a bunch of little things. He was just high on everything. JJ had the bases loaded. It was a big mess. Um, he got a guy out at home on a loose ball. He only gave up one run. One run in the inning. He was like a disaster. I was like melting down. When he came off the field, when JJ came off the field, I put my hand up and he didn't give me a high five. Like all the boys are coming in, right? And I'm like hustling, hustling. And JJ didn't give me a high five because he was kind of pissed at me and he was pissed about the way he pitched. He only gave up a run though, man. And like he, any other kid would have given up like six runs. It had been a disaster. He'd been crying. His dad would have been yelling at him. I've been, you know, it's like it just it was funny. It just he's a gamer. JJ always finds a way to deliver. Hey, tell him I said that. All right. Hey, yeah. and now I'm fired up for the draft Thursday. Mm. I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm bringing it this year. I've learned my lessons, and I'm I'm just bringing it. All right. Well, anyone else Using who wants in on this draft? My heart. Six thirty Thursday night. Six thirty. It all sees. You Which get, one? Well, I gotta still figure that out. Okay. All right. Here we gotta go. Hey. Yeah. What? Oh, no. One more. Okay. I got the scientific word for what happened to the Broncos on Saturday night. I want to share it with you. Um, okay. <laughs> oh. That was That's a what? pooped pan- panty. Yeah, they just pooped it. Well, yeah. Anyway, it doesn't matter because it's the, I looked at the Ravens, 22 in a row preseason games. Yeah. That's the used most <laughs> record I ever heard of. That's kind of wild. Do you think that's a record that they care about now? I think that's the dumbest record I ever heard. We got to go, Chuck. Great stuff today, though. Hey, man. We're going to make it happen. All right, later. We'll see you. Let's go back out to the hotline. Get our guy, Juan. Hey, Juan. Two. Bro. One, two, one, two. One, two punch? That's what they used to call us on the streets when back when we were the, the lady killers. Little one, two punch. That never happened for you, dude. Dude, don't start. Are you, co- dreaming, are you coming to this draft on Thursday or are you going to flake out? All right. You just tell me yes or no, okay. then I'll give you the information. It's like yeah, a, yeah, it's like an eyes wide shut party. I, you know, you just got to get in a car and we'll take you to where the party's at. Okay. 
Okay. Well, what? You don't roofie me. No, nah, we're not going to roofie you. <laughs> Are you um driving the truck right now? Yeah. What are you hauling? In Wyoming. Really? Yeah. Grab me some fireworks from Jurassic. Are you there? Get some from my, I'll get some from my neighbor down the street. Oh, that's not the good stuff. Yeah, it is. <laughs> he has that 100 fire missiles or whatever they're called. Mm-hmm. What's his address? Hey, but I called... Hey, you know what I called? Have you been, have you been watching that Brock... Brockmeyer, whatever that show is, Jim Brockmeyer. Have you ever watched that? He's the uh, PDA announcer guy. Yeah, that show's hilarious. <laughs> now oh, I have. God. I've seen a little bit of it, but I like that that actor. He's funny. Oh, dude, that show is hilariously funny. Dude. Hilariously funny. I like how they add the space the baseball into it, though. Mm-hmm. It's, it's awesome. Okay, we'll watch yeah, it. I, I remember what I was going to tell you last week. What was it? Chuck Nasty, watch Fifth Element. Remember when Bruce Willis travels back and forth? Yes. And that guy talks to him? Yeah. That's Chuck Nasty. Whoa, <laughs> yeah. Good call. The Fifth Element. That was uh, underrated sleeping. He bleached his hair yeah, for that. that. Yeah, that, that has the same. That, Chuck Nasty has the same voice as that guy. He should become a, a voice actor. After I, I beat you at fantasy football? I'm gonna bleach oh, your hair, your God. ponytail. I'm gonna bleach it. I'm gonna dip the back part tip like a skunk. Gonna win it. How much do we gotta bring? Uh, I'll let you know. That's what you said about you're gonna send me my your emails like you sent me my video. Well, you I'm ready to see this video. Email. You haven't sent it. Cause y'all got your email. <sighs> Stay on, Danny Bailey. We'll get you my that email. All right. Hey, one more thing. Yeah. Anybody that thinks that the that the, that was a uh, a game that was supposed to go better than that. Buffalo already knows what they're doing. They got everybody playing. Like you said, Danny, they got better backup. Yeah. So I think they, I think we did pretty good for second round, second string players playing against first string players. Yes. It could have been a lot worse. Yes. A lot worse. All right. What else? Is that it? That's Broncos where everybody else sucks. So Juan just said something that made me, I've been talking about freaking JJ's baseball team all morning. What their Broncos are doing and what they did during that game is what, like, essentially we're doing against these teams that we like we know we would otherwise kind of be beating up on is like pitching guys we wouldn't normally pitch, trying to get guys up to speed, and that's it. So you get beat up in the process. We were like, I got beat up that whole game and found a way just to come back and win. So again, I always like equate everything and compare everything to JJ's baseball team or flag or basketball team or whatever, but it just true it's just kind of in this case it's just kind of true so um i think that the broncos offense is going to take a couple of weeks to get a little polish on it a couple regular season nfl weeks but also i think they will win their first couple games of the season in the process yeah it's kind of the perfect schedule setup for them to do that well again sometimes you are the beneficiary or the victim of your schedule a team I mean, there's teams who might have had playoff ability and this kind of stuff and just didn't get those early wins because of schedule and they hadn't put it all together yet. I mean, what, the, what, the freaking Dolphins lost their first seven games and won the last seven, something like that. Um, it's wild. So let's go to break, come back. We'll talk about it. 303-831-1340, the hotline as well as the text line. We'll do a tiny little fantasy football, like a segment of fantasy football stuff. I think it's worth doing, okay? 
um, as guys are having their drafts this week or next week. You got to still got a couple weeks to do it. But there's a lot of people, you know, doing their drafts, and there's no point in talking about stuff when it's too late. Oh, this is that song. Yeah, they got a couple. They're pretty good, you know. A couple means two. This yeah. is the second. This is a good song, actually. See, but I really like them. Well, I just the. Is it a good song? It's pretty good. Yeah. I think I've maybe heard it like once before. Really? Yeah. Because of me or just in the world? I think just in the world. Oh. Yeah. But it's pretty good. All right, nice. But Jake would be like, you're an old idiot. I'd be like, what did you say? He's like, nothing. I can barely hear because I'm old. I'm just kidding. Um, Let's make the most of Danny Bailey why he's here. Text on the other side. If you want to call us, you can do that. We're having fun. Smiley Sports.